Thanks for listening to Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. My favorite podcasts are the ones where we get to share success stories of veterans who have found their dream civilian career opportunity. Today's guest is a former Navy officer named Eric. Eric recently attended an Orion hiring conference and landed a great job with Standard Arrow. In this show, Eric will discuss his decision to transition, key drivers in his career search, and what makes him most excited about working for Standard Arrow. If you have any questions about this show or have ideas for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hi, Eric. Thanks for being part of Orion's podcast today. Hey, thank you for having me. Good to be on. Great. Well, we love to hear success stories on the podcast, and you came highly recommended to me by one of our account executives who I believe worked with you at our Chicago Distinguished Candidate Conference earlier this summer. So I wanted to talk to you about your transition and now your new career with Standard Era, which I understand that you're now at the end of your first week on the job, so congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it's been a good week, and, and so far, uh, the position that, that I'm going to be in, I'm, I'm very happy with, and the, the corporate culture and, and the people that I'll be working with and for uh, are all very welcoming and friendly, and, and I think this will be a, a good start to my career. Awesome. Well, very great to hear. So tell me a little bit about you, just your background, um, your military background, You know where you went to school, anything that you'd like to share. Sure thing. So, uh, start at the top. I was born and raised in College Station, Texas. Uh, lived there for 18 years, and then I went to college at the uh, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Um, and while I was in college, I had started a small IT consulting business uh, that I that I sold in order to to pursue a com- commission as a military officer. Uh, so shortly after graduation, I went to officer candidate school in Newport, Rhode Island, Navy OCS, and then uh, following that I went to supply school again in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, first sea tour was uh, on, a, on a pre-commissioned ship uh, being built in New Orleans, and then we sailed it through the uh, Panama Canal and was homeported in San Diego. I did an officer exchange tour with the Air Force, so I was there at Tinker Air Force Base uh, working with the E3 AWACS in a logistics and program management function. Uh, and then following that, I was the assistant supply officer at the Aviation Support Detachment in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and then I, I transitioned into the private sector. Very cool. So how long were you in the military total? Uh, I spent just shy of eight years uh, in the military. Awesome. So you said then you transitioned into the civilian world. So tell me a little bit about your decision to transition. When did you make that decision and what were some of the key factors that helped you get there? So going going into it before I had commissioned and then before I made made the decision to, to pursue the military as a career path, um, I had, again, I told you that I, I had a business that I, that I started from scratch. Um, so it was kind of a tough decision to, to sell something that I had spent a considerable amount of time and effort developing. Um, but I guess you'd call it the call to serve. Um, it, it's something that I wanted to do, and it's something I realized that I couldn't do, say, later in life, you know, because there's an age limit. Uh, you know, you have to go to OCS by a certain date. So uh, I decided to go ahead and, and, and sell my controlling interest in the business, uh, pursue a career in the military. Um, that being said, I, I didn't know going in. I knew I definitely wanted to serve, but I didn't know whether or not I would I would make it a career. So uh, I kind of described to you some of my duty stations. Uh, by the time I got to Virginia, that had been my 
sixth PCS move uh, in seven mm -hmm. years. Um, so there was kind of like not having a sense of permanence. Um, and then also wanting to kind of get back in the, in the business world and, and, and maybe scratch, if not an entrepreneurial itch, then, then you know, just, just being in a, in a competitive environment um, in the private sector um, and, and, and kind of cutting my teeth, uh, again, on a, on a professional level um, in, in, in a program management function was something that appealed to me. Um, and, I, you know, in the transition that Orion helped me make in the position that I'm in now, I'm still dealing with logistics and aviation and program management. So I, I think it's something that it's, it's my, in my wheelhouse. Um, there's a heavy veteran culture here at Standard Arrow, so that kind of eases the transition, and, and I have commonality with, with a lot of my, my coworkers and the people that I interact with on a daily basis. Um, so I, I guess to, to, to sum it up, uh, there was the, the quality of life issue. Um, and then just the desire to, to get back into the private sector, having been in it prior to joining the military. Yeah, and I think, you know, you you come from a little bit of a different perspective than it's not, I wouldn't say majority, but a lot of our candidates, because a lot of times um, when they're transitioning out of the military, it's kind of their first glimpse into the private sector. And, you know, they've kind of just been in the military and they've had their experience that they've gained there, but for you, it was you kind of knew both worlds, so it was getting back versus it being your first crack at it. So I think right. that gives you a unique experience for sure. Well, I, I will say this: um, even having had a, a fair amount of private sector experience, going back into the civilian world, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie and say that there, there weren't any, you know, that, that I wasn't scared or I didn't have any quest, lingering questions or anything like that. So. Um, you know, I, I was dealing with someone uh, at Orion uh, that, that's kind of in charge of, like, say, the long lead or the prospective candidate. So having someone like that to talk to that, that had been in my shoes, literally was a naval officer uh, a couple years back, um, to kind of walk me through the process, and, and not just the process through Orion, but, say, administratively, um, how should I handle my terminal leave and things like that. I mean, it, it definitely was a help. So mm -hmm. I, I do have some some private sector experience, but... Again, I've never made a transition from the military into the private sector before. I mean, this is my first uh, entry from from the military world back into the civilian world. So, so of course, it, it, it and over even, even yeah. Well, I was gonna say I'm over the eight that. years that you're gone, I'm sure that you know things changed, and you probably had a little bit of apprehension about you know now that I'm going back, how are my skills going to transfer, and all of the typical. I guess, worries that people have as they're leaving the military. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I, I had, again, you know, come from a, a professional background before joining, but yes, all, all those same questions that, that any other candidate would have, you know, th those were issues for me. Um, you know, how, how do my skills translate? Uh, what's the job market look like? What, what locations mm -hmm. are available to me? And, and those are questions that, that working with a recruiter, they were able to kind of give me give me some sort of an idea of what I could expect uh, making mm -hmm. the transition out. Great. Well, you mentioned just your desire to get back into the business world. So when you did decide that you were going to transition, what were some of the key drivers in your career search? Um, I would say, you know, I wouldn't say first and foremost, but I would say one of the one of the things was location. Um, because I, I, I wanted to, to pick a place where I would stay for a while. I, I definitely didn't want to move and then move again uh, immediately following my transition out. So what I had wanted was uh, um, 
a, a, a town or a city near a major metropolitan area in the South or Midwest. Um, and, and I got that uh, here at Standard Arrow in Springfield. Um, and then as far as company culture goes, uh, you know, being in a place where I can make an immediate impact, um, I, I guess company culture or, or managerial uh, philosophy of, of letting people be self-directed and, and, and a place where I could grow and, and develop myself professionally. Those were kind of all, all things that were, were cornerstones for, for what I was looking for in a company coming out. Awesome. Now, you've mentioned a couple of times working with Orion, so just out of curiosity, how did you end up connecting with Orion? You know, it, it's been a while, but from, from what I can recollect, I think I reached out to one of the recruiters in the Hampton Roads area, and, and we had a phone conversation, and then I, I sent him my resume, and, and we kind of took it from there. He told me, uh, you know, he introduced me to the, the way ahead person of a long lead out, uh, rep for Orion, and then you know she kind of laid out the the groundwork, uh, told me what conferences were coming up, um, what my outlook would be, where where my my geographical preferences fell in line with with the positions that were available. Um, so that's kind of mm -hmm. how it started. And that was great. Now, did you my having dropped my papers or anything like that? You know, at the time I was working mm -hmm. with them, I I hadn't fully obviously I was I was leaning heavily towards uh, separating, um, but I hadn't yet uh, uh, tendered my resignation. Well, and that's one of the great things, too, um, just working with a recruiting firm is having that option to get in touch with them even before you do make your decision to separate because you kind of are able then to weigh your options and decide. You could have decided, you know, maybe I'm going to wait a little bit. I'll stay in the military. So it's nice to kind of be able to at least know what your options are and have answers to those questions that you asked before, like about the job market and what locations would be available. It just helps you educate yourself so that you're making the best decision. Exactly. Like no one can provide you with, with concrete information saying, hey, you're definitely going to get a job in the Chicago metro area or something like that. Or you're, you're definitely going to be working with a Fortune 500 company in logistics. Um, but you can having that kind of information before you you even make the decision to separate certainly certainly helps in making an educated guess and then preparing myself for the the options that were in front of me. Yeah, exactly. Now I know you've obviously worked with us at Orion, but were you working with any other recruiting firms when you were transitioning out? And if so, was the experience any different compared to Orion? So I will I will talk about um, and I, I didn't mention this earlier on in the in the interview, but uh, my first this isn't actually my first job coming out of the military. I did work with a, another company, um, and while I was still on terminal leave, I started my position there um, as a project manager for a company uh, in, in Rockford, Illinois. Um, that position was was not a good fit, uh, and I don't want to kind of. Uh, Say throw, throw throw too much shade, but um, <laughs> as far as the recruiting process goes, I think that there was less pressure to take a position. When I say I'll, I'll name the account executive, uh, John Rigsby was very very much like, hey, these this is the info I can give you. You know, take some time to make a decision. And and same with the HR people here at Standard Arrow, they they definitely wanted to make sure it was a good fit before I committed to coming on board. So that, that yeah, I that's say, great. Um, for Orion was 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 a definite plus. And and for someone that's kind of brand new to the job search process, you know, before I joined, I had my own business, so I hadn't written a resume uh, since I was 19. 
Um, mm-hmm. But, but kind of having someone walk me through the process and at the same time maybe cast a, a, an eye towards what, what would be a good fit for me and, and, and why I didn't like the company that I was currently with um, and, and making sure that, that as I made this transition again into a different company that, that was, it was a role and the, the position description and everything lined up with when I got here my expectations would be met. Um, so and and so far so good. Uh, it's only been my first week, but but I, I think things are definitely uh, looking positive. Well, good. That's great to hear. We love hearing positive feedback like that. Now I know you went to the Chicago Distinguished Candidate Conference. So um, some of our candidates wonder about the value of attending a hiring conference, and sometimes we'll think it's just like any other job fair. When in reality it is different because you know you're being screened before you're especially with the distinguished candidate conferences you're kind of being handpicked. Um, it's really the best candidates and the best job opportunities that we have for junior military officers, and you're being matched to these companies and these positions before you arrive. So it's not like you're going to job fair and handing out your resume and seeing what happens. So can you talk a little bit? about what you thought about attending a conference beforehand and then um, what you learned when you were there, any advice you'd like to share with others that are transitioning? So uh, I guess I'll talk about I I have attended a job fair, a a military job fair in the Hampton Roads area. Um, And it kind of is what what you had described. You know, they they say, hey, bring 11 copies of your resume. And you kind of just make the rounds and there's no – you know, there's a, a gamut of of, of empl- prospective employers. Uh, some will be, say, in the, the military, uh, the defense sector. Others, retail. Um, and you just kind of talk to people as, as as the opportunity becomes available, and then they'll hand you a business card and say, "Hey, you know, we'll be in touch." Um, with the and 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 it's not to say that 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 that's not valuable at all, or, or that any prospective candidate, someone that's making transition, shouldn't. Uh, make use of those opportunities um, and I did meet some people through a job fair um, at, at, and so t- to that end it, it worked but with Orion and, and and the position I'm in now is a direct result of, of having been part of the, the distinguished candidate conference um, you're actually sitting down and, and it's and you're interviewing uh, with with people that are making hiring decisions so it, it's considerably different from it from a job fair where you're just kind of prospecting uh, and then following up later um, in this case, it's, it's positions that I'd selected uh, with companies and locations that I thought were a good fit for me well in advance of actually making the decision to, to come out. I, I knew that um, looking at the list of, of prospective employers that there were several that, that kind of met my criteria and, and then also that my skill set uh, matched what they were looking for as far as the, the job description that they had posted. Mm-hmm. And you kind of hit on this, but you're definitely right. I mean, there's a place for job fairs like that, too. I think, you know, if you are brand new and you're really not sure what you're looking for, you can never get enough practice. And so it's definitely a place to make yourself comfortable and just kind of lay the groundwork and get your feet wet in your career search. So definitely um, there is a time and place for the traditional job fair versus a hiring conference as well. Right, right. But Again, it's not. There, there's certainly there, there's similarities, but certainly not the same thing. And and obviously, you know, I'm happy with the uh, the result of my having attended the DCC in Chicago. So. Awesome. So, did you learn anything as you worked through the transition process that was different than what you expected before you began your transition? You know, 
I, I would say that um, if there was one piece of advice I'd give to any candidate, it's keep your options open. Um, you know, I, I think things sometimes things seem like, hey, you know, I've got this in the bag. And, and if you don't mind, I'd like to just kind of explain how I wound up at the DCC. Yeah. Um, so I had uh, already through through a, a different company um, landed an on-site interview. Uh, and then the DCC was actually following that on site. So kind of in the back of my mind, I was like, well, I, you know, I don't know if I want to follow through with the DCC. You know, the, this other company is bringing me out on site. They've already talked to me about looking at real estate in the area. And, you know, I'm having breakfast with the CEO. And, you know, this is uh, in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is pretty much in the bag. So, you know, do, do I really want to waste my time going to this DCC? Um, and mm -hmm. one of the great things about working with Orion is that they knew that I had an on site. Um, but I was still able to, to, you know, play the field or, or keep my options open. So mm -hmm. I wound up going ahead and committing, going to the DCC. Now, in the meantime, the, the company got back and they said, hey, it was a great interview. But, you know, we're going to continue to, to interview other candidates. Um, so it was kind of like something, that, a result I wasn't expecting. Um, mm -hmm. So by keeping my options open, by by still following through with the DCC, I, I I still I was able to reach out to the the account executive, uh, schedule an on-site here at Standard Arrow, and I got here. Uh, the corporate culture was great. Uh, I felt very very at ease, very at home. Uh, what they described to me uh, as far as position was concerned uh, certainly suited uh, piqued my interest. Um, so so by having done that, by by still continuing to be a good candidate and then putting my best foot forward. Uh, and, and and keeping my options open, it, it's it's something that enabled me to 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 land the position that I'm in now. And, and I'm certainly looking back on it, glad that that I didn't paint myself in a corner or put all my put all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, exactly. And I think one of the you know not to toot Orion's horn since I work here, but I think one of the benefits that I've heard from just several of the candidates that I've talked to is that. Um, it is a lot. It is low pressure with Orion. I mean, and that's kind of one of the philosophies upon which Orion was founded was that they didn't want Orion to be a place where people felt like, oh, I can only work with Orion. I can't pursue anything on my own. By all means, if you find something on your own like that opportunity that you were pursuing before the DCC, sometimes it works out and sometimes you find the perfect opportunity on your own. So we're really just there to serve as a resource, not as a you have to work with us type of company. Right. And and I think that and I just want to preface this by saying, like, you know, you just asked me to call and to talk about my experience. So I'm not, I'm not paid endorsement or anything like that. But <laughs> As, as I'm, I've gone through the process, right, uh, in rapid succession from, with one company and then now Orion, having worked with both, uh, I guess, from the time that I, I resigned my commission, um, I, I will say that, you know, it, it, comparing and contrasting the two, yes, yeah, so Orion is, is very much, uh, when I first met with with a face-to-face -face meeting with an Orion rep, it was very much like, hey, you know, these are other companies that are out there. You're free to work with them. Search on your own. Um, these are some other resources that you can make use of that are outside the the Orion pipeline, and and it, it very it very much is low pressure and not like hey, you know, don't go to these other conferences or hey, you you really need to you need to commit to us. Um, whereas the position that I was in uh, immediately prior to the one that I have now, um, I, I basically had to commit verbally to to not attending another conference. 
um, if I were to get an offer uh, through the company that I interviewed with on site. So, so it, it, I, I definitely appreciate having kind of had that that first somewhat negative experience the second time around to to have it be kind of low key and and focused on on what my needs were and, and having plenty of time to make informed decisions uh, about a, 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 a an important milestone, a career milestone like this. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good to hear. Well, we've referenced your career with Standard Aero several times. So for any listeners that do not know, um, that you're not familiar with the company, Standard Aero is one of the aerospace industry's largest independent maintenance repair and overhaul providers. And as we've referenced several times, you recently accepted a career with them. So I want you to talk a little bit about the position that you accepted and what some of your responsibilities will be as part of that position. Uh, so the, the position that I accepted was uh, scheduler, master scheduler, modifications planner, uh, and, and so when when corporate jets uh, or you know business aviation assets come in, uh, there's interior and exterior paint work that needs to be done. So it's uh, some uh, a little bit of logistics and a lot of a lot of project management as far as making sure that. The schedule that that I set um, for for the interior work and the exterior work uh, dovetails with, say, whatever is being done with the airframe, uh, and whoever's planning that, and then um, whoever handles the avionics, and then you know, it, trying our best to make sure that there's a seamless transition uh, when we pass it off to the the customer project manager, who then uh, manages the project uh, once that once that jet is uh, is on site. Um, so it's kind of like what what I'm doing is, is the the pre-planning phase, um, the pre-staging phase, and then then uh, making that transition into when when the aircraft comes comes here to our Springfield hangars and and is is actually being worked on. Awesome. And you mentioned a couple of things that you've liked about the company so far. One thing that stood out to me was that you did mention that they have a military-friendly culture. So what were there, were there some other things that stood out to you about Sanitario that makes you excited? Well, first of all, that attracted you to work for them, but now that you're there, makes you excited about your future with the company. So kind of going back, I guess, to the to the origins there at the, at the DCC, um, the, the three people that were representing Standard Aero, uh, Standard Aero's Springfield location were, were on site. I was able to meet, to meet them at the mixer uh, before the interviews even started, so um, they were very friendly. Um, and uh, very, very welcoming, open people, uh, people that I felt like uh, I would like to work with. Um, so that, you know, out from the outset, um, I, I felt good about at least the people that I had, I had met um, at the DCC. Um, then coming out on site, it, it, it's, it's uh, again, people with a, with a military background, a, a large military presence here, um, be it reservists or, or, or uh, Prior enlisted, prior officers. Uh, so having having that uh, kind of commonality with my coworkers was was something that that drew me to the company. And then and then the way uh, that people are managed. Um, There's not a, a culture of micromanagement, but um, it's very mission driven and mission oriented. But um, there's kind of a sense of purpose behind every task that's assigned or things that the people are asked to do. So. Um, again, it's it's only been one week, but uh, I definitely have a positive outlook on things, and and uh, you know so far everything that was relayed to me by the account executive uh, has held true. Um, 
so yeah, just in general, I would say the, the culture, the people, uh, the, it being a, a very pro-military, military-friendly place to work, uh, were all things that, that and, and then the nature of the position itself uh, that, that drew me to uh, wanting to come here. Awesome. And, you know, like you said, you're only a weekend, so we're definitely excited to check back with you in the coming months and just see how your career's progressed and hear all about the, uh, you know, the great things that have been going on there. But do you have any other advice that you would like to share with others that are beginning to think about transitioning out of the military? You know, if, if, there was two things that, that stick out. One I'd already touched on is, is you know, keep, keep your options open. Keep an open mind. Um, I guess when I, when I had that on-site interview that was, you know, through a different company, I, I kind of had already been planning, all right, you know, I, I guess I'll make my way out there. And then, you know, th things didn't really break my way. Um, and, you know, so obviously there's that disappointment. But having, having as, as, many, as many options in front of you as, as possible, um, it is always a good thing, and, and then more to the point, don't don't limit yourself. Um, if if you need time to make a decision, um, don't don't let anyone else pressure you into into making a commitment and and locking yourself into something before you've kind of explored every avenue that's available to you. Um, so those are those are two things that that really stand out um, that that I, I've taken away from this whole experience is, is one just just keep an open mind. Um, and that's not to say, hey, take pursue every opportunity or or go outside, uh, you know, your skill set or anything like that, or take a do an on-site interview in a position that you have no in, in a location that you have no interest in, or, or waste people's time or anything like that. But you know, keep an open mind and uh, to uh, allow yourself time to make decisions. So, as an example, when when I had got this offer, I talked to John, talked to the HR people here, and and they gave me a full week you know, five business days to to accept or make a counteroffer. So, you know, that's kind of in stark contrast to, to the last position I had where I I was driving back to the airport and I hadn't even made it through security and the recruiter had always had already called me and, and told me that there was an offer on the table and then he'd like to get back to them with an answer before close of business. Um, oh no! So if you're if you're ever in a position like that, one, it, 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 time isn't as critical as they're making it seem. And, and working with Orion, no one ever, ever um, made me feel like I had to make a snap decision like that. And and you know, so take 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 as much time as is reasonable, and and keep an open mind. Um, and you know, I, I think uh, any candidate uh, should 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 pay that some heed, and and hopefully they they have a better better first experience than I did. Yeah, and you know, at the end of the day, it's if you're extended an offer, whether it's on behalf of the recruiter that you're working with or the company that you're interviewing with, at the end of the day, it's best for you and for the company if it's a good fit. So rushing into accepting the offer and then you kind of realizing, hey, this isn't right for me. I mean, that's that's going to set it back um, your timeline and their timeline even more than if you would have taken a few days. So you're right, it's definitely. Don't let anyone make you think that it is, you know, that time sensitive because at the end of the day, you got to make sure it's the right opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Well, great. Thanks very much for the time today, Eric. I'm really excited to follow your career with Standard Arrow. And like I said, we'll be checking back in with you and see what big milestones you've accomplished over the next couple months. 
Hey, that that sounds good. Um, like I said, it's only been a week, but hopefully when you when you follow up, it'll it'll I'll have some 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 positive things to say. Uh, I, I'm sure I will. Yes, definitely. Well, thanks again, and good luck. All right, thank you.